The horses are at the gate. And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies. With a weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, John Engelhart, racing's regular guy. All right, thanks. Uh, glad you're joining us. And uh, again, we are into that final furlong leading up to the Breeders' Cup. And uh, it's going to be an interesting two weeks of racing from coast to coast. But we're in the middle. We're landing on one of the tracks I love the most. None other than Keeneland Racecourse opens up its doors tomorrow. And uh, though we've been in the midst of a heat wave here in the Midwest, it looks like we're going to go from 90 degrees to 70 degrees overnight. It's going to be gorgeous. The turf is going to be pretty firm, so handicapped for that. And uh, the main track, which is uh, back to dirt, should be fast so we still don't know how it's going to play keeneland a very short abbreviated meet only 17 days to play but uh man plenty of opportunities great racehorses and we're going to bring in amy owens the communication associate from uh, keeneland uh someone i've known for i have to say it decades now uh to uh kind of give us uh you know, the behind the scenes at Keeneland, a track that could open up the doors, hit you with a frying pan, you'd come back the next day, continues to innovate and do new things. I love that about Keeneland. All right. It, it has been uh, a rather uh, interesting week on a lot of fronts. And uh, as you know, I always say, you know, just wait till Thursday because something's going to happen about an hour before the show. And once again, it does. Just found out, oh, a couple of hours ago that Churchill Downs is going to purchase Turfway Park. Now, while Amy Owens is going to be our first guest, Ed Meyer is going to be our second guest. And Ed has served at various capacities at Turfway Park over the years. He's seen it from top to bottom, uh, all angles. So as a guy that worked there, I want to get you know his input on, on what, it, uh, what it means to him to have the sale. I believe uh, the price is uh, $45, $46 million. So they don't have to fight over dates. They don't have to move winter racing to Churchill. Uh, there's still some poly track left. It'll be interesting to see what's going to happen. But basically, Turfway Park is going to run its winter meet not only through December 31st, but after that, completing the cycle of Kentucky racing. Now, what they're saying is, is Churchill Downs is going to tear down the grandstand, keep the main track, but tear down the grandstand. But they said it has a definitive agreement uh, to acquire Turfway from Jack Ohio, uh, who has just been purchased by Hard Rock International. I imagine there'll be a few lawyers in the room, but uh, anyhow, uh, immediately after closing, Churchill's going to uh, plan for the demolition uh, of the existing grandstand. Uh, for the 2019-2020 meet, making way for development of Turfway Park Racing and Gaming, it will be called. Uh, and uh, so uh, they say they're going to sink about $150 million into it. I'm not going to talk any more about it because I'm sure Ed's going to have to w- want to weigh in on that. And when Ed does weigh in, I can't wait till he weighs in with his uh, picks of the week for Keeneland. 
whoo, man, I believe they have 10 win, eight winning your end races over the next three days. Now, uh, we're going to be handicapping Saturday, but the action starts tomorrow with the winning your end, Darley Alcibiades and uh, the Stoll, Ke- <laughs> excuse me, Keenan Ogden Phoenix. So, uh, it's going to be a, 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 just an amazing weekend. Again, Saturday, uh, we're looking at the Claiborne Breeders Futurity, uh, the First Lady, the Shadwell Turf Mile, worth a million dollars, and the Thoroughbred Club of America. There are other winning your in races at Keeneland going on to Sunday. Now, they are saying that Saturday night some rain might come in, so keep an eye on your weather map. Uh, but at Keeneland, you got the Dixieana Bourbon and the Judmont. Now, let's not diss the other tracks that got winning your ends. Uh, at, at Belmont, it is one of my favorite races, uh, the Champagne. We'll see if they'll be popping corks on Derby Day for two-year-olds that might come out of here. And what an evenly matched field. The tepid favorite who's undefeated is Jimmy Jerkins' Green Light Go. Last one, the Saratoga Special. But after that, it's five to one and seven to two all around the clock, and that's going to be a very, very interesting race. Half a million on the line, Grade One, winning your in the Champagne at Belmont on Saturday, and then also you got the winning your in Joe Hurst Turf Classic. That's a Grade One worth a half a million dollars, and uh, also three Sunday. Belmont, if your favorite football team's not playing, you got lots of action to watch. Half a million, the Flower Bowl, Sister Charlie. Can she make it six in a row? We'll find out. Then you've got the two-year-old Frazette, 400000 on the line, and the grade three Futurity for two-year-old boys. Those all back-to-back-to-back to back to back at Belmont, and they are all win and you're in. And let's not forget out at San Anita, the Speakeasy Stakes. So, Get tied on, folks. And the best way to get tied on to help you with too much handicapping, in addition to the information we'll be giving you, is uh, come on over, folks. We've got the easy win forms right here at winningponies.com. And once again, didn't have a bad couple of days uh, just uh, this afternoon. Check this out. Santa Anita, $1 super. Sit down. $11,124. Yesterday, let's go to Evangeline. $1 super box, 2309 And closing out Churchill Meat, September 29th. It was a 50-cent pick five that brought back 2166 The easy win forms, they're easy to get. They're not expensive, and they can uh, put some greens in your jeans. All right. Now, what should be national news that uh, I've only read about in the Pollock Report, but I knew about it after it happened, sad to say, is that a friend of mine and a legendary horseman and basketball player, Jim Morgan, passed away at 85. Jim has been a guest on these airwaves. He may have been the greatest trainer you never knew. Now, it's his uh, interesting career started out on the hardwood. Uh, He uh, 
played basketball in a little old town called Dayton, Ohio, where he led the Stivers High School team to be ranked number one in the state in the early 50s. But he didn't go to the University of Dayton. He chose Louisville over the University of Dayton. And since then, his number 12 has been retired after University of Louisville beat Dayton in the NIT championships, which back then was the NCAAs. Uh, So Jim was number one draft pick. Went to the Syracuse Nationals, made the team, and when he looked at the contract, it was equal to what he'd make staying in Dayton and coaching high school basketball <laughs> and teaching at Stebbins High School. So I remember he told me one time, guess I was born a few years too early because it was right after that that Syracuse became the Philadelphia 76ers and all of a sudden salaries for NBA players took off. But he changed careers from the hardwood to the wood of the backstretch. And uh, wow, what a trainer he turned out. I mean, uh, he won, listen to this, over 2,000 races, but over 300 stakes races. And, you know, I'm talking about multiple runnings of the La Troyenne, the Goldenrod, the Kentucky Cardinal Stakes at Churchill Downs, the Lafayette Handicap at Keeneland. Uh, the, uh, I believe it was he beat Susan's girl, who was the champion that year, in the Burlow at Aqueduct with Costly Dream. And uh, it, it is just amazing, the, the list of races he won and major stakes that he won. And uh, he's 85, so it happened a while ago. And a lot of the races aren't recorded because Equibase wasn't keeping stats back there. So Jim went back and got that. So he, he, I've got holding a personal letter from him. And he says, as I told you, I believe I'm the only Ohio-based trainer that won major races in Ohio, Kentucky, New York, and Illinois on a regular basis. Jim Morgan was a great guy, a great trainer. Uh, he's going to be missed. Uh, for those of you that, uh, that missed uh, the information about his services they're going to be in Dayton Ohio at Tobias Funeral Home Sunday 1 to 4 and on Monday there's a viewing from 11 till noon again Tobias Funeral Home you can google it or if you go to the Pollock report I do believe that it is listed there so man I gotta get, get going Johnny V broke the graded stakes record and of course for that he gets jockey of the week uh he uh, now has uh passed jerry bailey with 661 graded stakes wins truly phenomenal and johnny v is kind of timeless uh and you're we're gonna see him uh i believe a code of honor in the Breeders' Cup Classic, uh, he'll probably be on a lot of live ones, considering for who he rides for. So, uh, you know, he won five races last week and finished in the money a 71% of those. Congratulations to Johnny V. He's Jockey of the Week, and he leads the country in number of graded stakes wins. When I say the country, I mean all time. All right. Hopefully, I've got a little more time. we got to look at last week's races as quick as we can because I know Amy is getting ready to come on with us. And uh, I uh, will uh, look at Belmont Park. 
I've said this a couple times this year because we've seen some good races. This could have been the race of the year. The Vosburgh at six furlongs, grade one, win and you're in. And uh, it was Ferenz Fire who just came up short of Imperial Hint. He had a brief lead into the stretch. It was as game as you can get. Ferenz Fire, who uh, was Andrew Champagne's number one pick, just got beat in a bobbing nose by the favorite. And what a horse this is turning out. Uh, Imperial Hint has now won over two million dollars all right the jockey club gold cup graduates like man of war gallant fox warrior mill whirl away citation who will be in that list well a lot of people thought it was going to be vino rosso when they crossed the wire but not so my friends a lot of bumping an inquiry a jockey objection and they moved up johnny v and code of honor to the winning spot over the four-year-old Vino Rosso. Quite frankly, I thought it was a fair fight. I think we're getting a little too delicate in our calls these days, but maybe I'm just an old-timer. So the official result, though not across the wire, was Code of Honor first, Vino Rosso second, and Tacitus third. Then we had the Pilgrim at Belmont, two-year-olds going on the turf, and the winner in here... Structor, five to two favorite, only making a second lifetime start for Chad Brown. And no surprises in the Bell Dame at one to nine. It was midnight. B Zoo, Johnny V in the saddle, deputized for Mike Smith, who had to stay out on the West Coast and ride. He's the regular rider of Midnight B Zoo. But Johnny V. Boy, he picked up a nice one there. The Bell Dame goes to Midnight Bizu. And don't forget, you can buy her, I believe, at Phasic Tipton here shortly after the Breeders' Cup. And then uh, short field, but upset time at 25 to 1. And the grade one, awesome again, Mongolian Groom. His Mongolian connections say, nah, we're probably not coming back for the Breeders' Cup. We're probably going to move on over to Japan or Dubai. It'll be interesting. All right. That was putting 10 pounds in a five-pound sack. I'm looking forward to talking to Amy Owens, the communication associate at Keeneland. I'm John Engelhart. Take a break. Be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com And they're off! What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com The home of the easy win form The most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses At most American and Canadian tracks Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races Don't worry, let WinningPonies.com make some money for you 
pick, bet, and cheer on live racing from Woodbine and Mohawk Park. Thoroughbred and harness action. The wagers are just the beginning. Watch award-winning broadcasts covering both breeds. Incredible battles contested over the most unique grass course in North America. Experience the full field with over 130 thoroughbred and 160 live harness days. Get access to free handicapping material and join the ranks of Woodbine and Mohawk Park players from all over the globe. For more information, visit woodbine.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, John Engelhart. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with John or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to show at winningponies.com. Now, back to Winning Ponies with John Engelhart. All right, and back with me, a woman that has seen racing from go to woe, has reported on it, has been the editor of a major publication, and now, like I said, if racing was a religion, Keeneland would be the Vatican, and she gets to walk amongst the, the, the top echelon of those, but let me tell you, a lot of those times, she's walking in dirty boots, because Amy Owens does not sit there in the press box and pop out press releases. She's out there with the people, with the horses, getting the great stories. Amy Owens, welcome back to Winning Ponies. Well, thanks a lot, John. Uh the Keeneland Fall Meet starts tomorrow. It hasn't felt much like fall lately, but it's supposed to tomorrow. So we're expecting a huge crowd, beautiful weather. We have amazing racing. Uh, Keeneland is the best place to be at this time of year. I'll tell you what, uh, my buddy Marty McGee's been showing you a lot of love on the pages of DRF, uh, talking about how excited he is about, about the opening. And quite frankly, we're going from today, I live in, not too far from Keeneland, 90 degree, I mean, from 90 degrees, it's going to drop 20 degrees and supposed to be a beautiful weekend till maybe Saturday night, but we don't need to talk about that. But anyhow, no. the next two days, you better get there early and park your car or somebody's going to steal your spot. Exactly. We have a lot of exciting uh, events going on. Um, to uh, give fans uh, a really unique experience no matter where they would go to see a sporting event. We have a new bourbon bar that's going to uh, provide a lot of selections of really top-shelf bourbon, and uh, our Keelan Hospitality has amazing concessions. You will not go away hungry. Uh, you'll love your day at Keeneland, and hopefully you'll win some at the window, too. And, you know, I, I think what a lot of people know, because some people, I've talked to people, and first I talked talk to a lot of people, Amy, they go, you know, I don't go to the race as much, but I do go to Keeneland once a year. <laughs> and uh, and then other people that might say, you know, I've been listening to Englehart, that fool, talk about this is your bucket list track, get to get out there, is the bottom line is it's kind of like uh 
great sports and racing where there's no limit. You don't shut out people, and they don't have to have a reservation. They can walk right up. Uh, pay a very minimal price at the gate and uh, either and, and just sit out there on one of the free benches that you supply along the apron, and it's a long apron. Yeah, it's uh, $5 for general admission. Uh, the first race is 1.05 p.m. every day through October 26th, and um, we welcome everyone, everyone who works at Keelan feels this amazing sense of pride for showing off Keeneland to people from around the country and around the world. I mean, every day I go to work and I run into somebody who is taking a tour. They just stop by. They've heard about Keeneland and just wanted to see what it's all about. So you can't help but feel a lot of pride for this, uh, this amazing institution in Sedar, Kentucky. It really is, and you're not just sitting here, you're marketing yourself. Everything she's saying is absolutely true. I'm sorry about that. I lost my mic for a minute. Um, but everything you're saying is absolutely true. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but somebody told me that years ago, uh, a guy who was an integral part of Keeneland, uh, Ted Bassett, actually went down and took the course at Disneyland on customer service. Is that true, or is that a rumor? Um, I imagine he was part of that, um, perhaps. Um, we have had uh, members of our uh, marketing and our patron experience groups uh, take the course at Disney and even interact with other major uh tourism-type organizations, so we provide some of the best customer service that patrons will find everywhere. Yes, we are uh, a racetrack, but we are a a full-service experience, and we want you to come back and have a good time every time you come. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, Amy, what other tracks do you become out of? first name basis with the ushers <laughs> you know <laughs> just the guys you know let me in out of the the, the paddock or you know whatever you know they're just so pleasant but what's nice is they kind of got their zone so they know the people they know the rules and regulations let's face it uh, some people go to your place called the hill and uh, some mm-hmm. youngsters sometimes don't know their limits and the ushers are so nice at at handling them in a way that won't cro- cause aggression but just kind of gets them to where they need to go, whether it be in or out of the track, of which is just about a constant ebb and flow all day. Yeah, it's it's really exciting. Uh, I think our record for Friday, anytime April or October is 28,000. So we might uh, blow the doors off tomorrow if the weather's good. I think everybody's uh, needing a break from the hot weather, and I think it's coming tomorrow. Absolutely. Now, uh, one one other thing is, I mean, I've always told people, Keeneland's the kind of track that you could uh, charge a high admission price, hit them in the face with a frying pan, and they'd come back the next day. It's just that good. But you continue to expand uh, you, your development of, mm-hmm. of racing. We've already talked about the customer service, but tell us, uh, not that 
many of our listeners are going to take advantage of it, but now you're expanding even further going across the pond, shall we say, uh, that you've entered into a multi-year agreement with Sky Sports Racing, which is basically, I'm not going to say the TVG, but they're the major racing channel for Europe, aren't they? Well, I mean, the world is shrinking when it comes to racing coverage via the Internet, via opportunities like Sky Sports and, and TVG. So um, those kind of opportunities really promote the Kingdom brand and the signal to new audiences and... Um, we're able to share a common love of the best thoroughbred racing in the world. Well, you know that Keelan's way more than racing. Your sales are spectacular at every level. But there's a special part in my heart for guys that have uh, worked in dark laboratories uh, with uh, chemicals on their fingers and in their lungs, and you are having another new photo exhibited, this time a a gentleman, turn of the century, John Hemet. The Keeneland Library is just an amazing place. Uh, I'm not sure how accessible it is during racing, you can tell our audience, uh, but you're having a new photo exhibit. Uh, the Keeneland Library is free and open to the public Monday through Friday from 8.30 to 4.30. And um, throughout the year, they will have uh, uh, photo exhibits that are absolutely amazing that are from the collections that the Keeneland Library maintains. And John Hemet was a pioneering photographer in the late 19th century, early 20th century. And he shot races, which is pretty amazing when you think about that technology at that time. But he also captured a lot of scenes of people with horses, the grooms, uh, all kinds of scenes around the racetrack, not just posed or winter circle photos after a big race. So this is a, a, a unique opportunity to see some really memorable, emotional uh, photographs that show the love of horses even way back when. So we invite everyone to come to the Keenelon Library. You can visit the website and find a link and visit a kind of a virtual exhibit that will even go beyond what uh, photos are on display. The Keeneland Library holds um, the archives of a number of famous photographers, and it's uh, an amazing collection and look at the life and times of our industry at different points. So, very it, cool. It, it, it is very cool, and I try to go to every new exhibit, and uh, you know it, it's just fantastic, and it's it's a beautiful place. And if anybody, everybody I talk to that's writing a book about racing tells me about the days, not hours, the days that they've logged uh, at the Keeneland Library, and how great the people are there at making sure they get the information they need. Now, listen, uh, I know it's a very brief meet. But Keelan's full-time because as soon as you come out of this, you're going to be going into your uh, November sale. Just during these 17 days, if you can, Amy, share with our audience 
a day in the life of Amy Owens? <laughs> well, it starts pretty early in the morning. I try to get to the track 7 or 7.30, even earlier, depending on if there's a particular horse I'm watching. Um, I have certain responsibilities in the press box to put together some information. So I'm kind of working throughout the morning, maybe going out for a bit, coming back. Um, With the races starting at 1 o'clock, the press box will start filling up with members of the media late morning. They may have specific questions or things they need, people they would like to talk to and and we'll work with them on accommodating their interview requests. And then throughout the afternoon, as the races were going, are going on, we uh, put together a variety of information about the stakes. Uh, we send uh, results to several newspapers around the state of Kentucky, um, the Courier-Journal and the Herald-Leader in Lexington, and... Then at the conclusion of a stakes race, we will compile quotes from uh, the connections of the horses in the race and a recap of the race, and we'll include video and all kinds of material that comes from other departments at Keeneland that we all work together to present a package that is recapping the big races and the day of the races. So there's a lot going on, but it is so much fun, and it's the best racing in the world. My coworkers are absolutely experts in their field, and um, so I know everything is first class, and I love to be a part of that. Well, I can co-sign that because, as you know, I've uh, been there for a few decades, and you people are nothing but uh, uh, great and hardworking. And they've got to understand when, uh, you know, on these days where you have multiple graded stakes races, not every writer can make it down and back, you know, to get all the information. I usually see most of them down there, let's say on Saturday, it'll be for the Shadwell Turf Mile. They'll, they'll probably leave the press box and go down to get their own quotes and things like that. But you do an outstanding job, but it would almost be physically impossible uh, for them to go up and down and to get to who they've got to get and grab who they have to. I, I see most of them. I know you guys do a great job interviewing uh, the winners uh, in the winner's circle live, and most of the writers uh, from uh, you know the, the the big publications will be taping them on their tape recorder off the television, you know, and you're saving them a lot of grind, but you're also helping them getting that information age. This just happened now uh, out there. Uh, it, it, it's uh, it, it's an amazing machine. Uh, we all, we all, a lot of us say the two Amy's, you and Amy Gregory. Uh, I know that's not the only team. Uh, you, you know, you're 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 full service, and you've got a great team all around. But uh, you do a unbelievably great job. I mean, you've already done a great job of giving us information about what's going to happen and who's coming. Uh, but on a day to day basis, Amy, you're the best. Well, thank you very much. It's a team effort, and we have a lot of great information on Keeneland.com that we produce and others uh, produce. You can watch the races. You can watch replays 
free and no charge on the website. Follow us on social media, Twitter and Facebook, and you will be in the know of what's going on at Keeneland. Yes, you will. And it's because of the hard work of Amy Owens and all the other people <laughs> at the press box. Amy, I'll see you there on Saturday for sure. Maybe tomorrow. I, you've got a lot of, I got like a real job too. So I hope to get down there because oh. I'll be working with Jenny Reese. So I look forward to seeing you guys. Thank you so much for spending the time with us tonight on Winning Ponies. Thank you, Don. See you soon. Okay, that was Amy Owens. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, you know there's one guy in racing I admire. That's right. His name is Ed Meyer. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of the easy win form. The most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Pick, bet, and cheer on live racing from Woodbine and Mohawk Park. Thoroughbred and harness action. The wagers are just the beginning. Watch award-winning broadcasts covering both breeds. Incredible battles contested over the most unique grass course in North America. Experience the full field with over 130 thoroughbred and 160 live harness days. Get access to free handicapping material and join the ranks of Woodbine and Mohawk Park players from all over the globe. For more information, visit woodbine.com. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, John Engelhart. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with John or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to show at winningponies.com. Now, back to Winning Ponies with John Engelhart. All right, and back with me, a man of many talents. Uh, he's an odds maker. He's a writer. He's an announcer. Uh, you name it in racing, he's been there. He's a former horse owner, the one and only, the man that used to host this show that handed me the mic, my friend, Ed Meyer. How are you, Ed? Good evening, Johnny. And hey, I enjoyed your first guest. Amy is a true information machine. Yes, she is. But, hey, she puts those releases out, so, oh. you know, she should be able to do it. Tireless. Oh, my gosh. Up and down those steps a million times. She gets her 10,000 steps before the second race. <laughs> well, Ed, before we get to Keeneland, 
I had a hunch, a little bird whispered in my ear last night, that there was going to be some late-breaking news about Churchill Downs and Turfway Park. And I know that you've had your computer on today and you've already read about it. Churchill acquires Turfway and their plans during the year ahead. Give me your read. Give me your feelings. You've worked there. You know what? I, I think, well, I was there for... 17, and I've kind of returned in a, in a different capacity in the racing office. I've really enjoyed it every step of the way from when I was 18 years old working in the parking lot, John. I, <laughs> just like you, I, I started at the bottom, and, uh, and I've enjoyed every single step. This is the biggest win for racing, for racing fans in the northern Kentucky area. Churchill Downs is going to step up, and right now I'm reading $46 million for the Pollock Report, you know, for the, for the new version that's going to come out. You know what? The fans are the winners. Racing is the winners. Our horsemen are the winners. Owners are the winners. I mean, I don't see, I don't see a glitch in this story, and, and I'm, and I'm going to enter in optimistic and stay that way. You know, a, a lot of people are worried. Anytime change comes, the track went up in 1959, and it's been there, and it's, it's been a staple. But you know what? I'm looking to the new and the fresh. There's going to be gaming. They're even talking about sports gambling down the line. I think it's just going to be a powerhouse house a whole lot of fun and anything Churchill Downs touches wins you know um, you know love them or, or, or hate them the guys have vision and yes. you said something I was going to bring up and as you know our close friend Senator Damon Thayer he talked about it on these airwaves not long ago and I believe he's been uh, on some uh, racing sites being quoted uh, recently about his emphasis on sports betting for the state of Kentucky. Now, Kentucky might be gambling that they're going to get it before Ohio. I hope not personally, but uh, it's a vision of the future. And really, don't you think, Ed, that Turfway's just kind of been in a limbo since it's had these different owners over the last few years? And, you know, they, they would come out with grandiose drawings of what what it was going to look like and but you just got the feeling is is this smoke and mirrors is this really going to happen and now we know it's really going to happen you know the hardest part about that a lot of people blame the present turfway management but it was the ownership that kind of held them in that limbo position john and the fans were really starting to get bored and they were really starting to get complacent with you know what i'm tired of hearing about all this wonderful things that are going to happen and actually they you know they didn't understand, but they, they kind of give a black eye to turfway management, which it really wasn't their fault. It was, it was ownership was just kind of dragging their feet a whole lot. But, you know, that's, that's in the past. Let's start. Let's turn the page. There's going to be bigger and better things coming. And, you know, as far as, as far as sports gambling, I think there's enough money. I think Las Vegas has proven us that already. There's enough money on the table for everybody, and I'd love to see Ohio jump right into it. But, you know, it's nice that Kentucky's going to throw their hat in the ring. And once again, the fans, you're the winner. Absolutely. And, you know, you and I both have a lot of good friends that that work at Turfway Park, and there's no reason to think that they're not going to continue you know, this thing hit me so quick, and I was doing my show prep, uh, and as I read through it, Ed, do you believe that they're going to be able to do this grandstand construction in time for next winter's meet? That wasn't clear to me in the story. 
If I have to bet a dollar, yes. These are people that have a vision and see it through. They're, they're not going to dilly-dally. They're not going to wait for the, for the better cost. They're not going to wait. They see time as of the essence. And you know what? This has given Kentucky racing a black eye. There's always been a circuit. There was Keeneland, Churchill, Ellis. Then Kentucky Downs exploded into, into a monster. And Turfway was always that, that wintertime facility. And here's of late these past few years, has turned into the uh, the stepchild of racing, and I don't think Churchill's going to see this happen. I think they're going to step up with a big bat, and they're going to go to work. I, you know, I, I agree with you, and I I do believe there'll be plenty of work for everybody. And don't forget, now Ed, it's you know, depending on what the future brings. It's really going to be a, fo- a year-round facility, and I'm just not talking about a couple picnic tables and TV and. A- <laughs> You know, right. a, a, betting, a betting window. Um, I, Churchill won't let that happen. And I no. think that the place has just been in limbo where they didn't want to make a commitment because they kind of knew there was a sale, but they wanted to show what they could do. And so now I think it's like, okay, let's get through this meet. And depending on when our ownership takes over, I, we may see quality improvements in the existing facility just through the winter, because as you know, Ed, it's right now. It's not a place you take a loved one. No, it's 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 for your hardcore gambler, and they do some wonderful Friday night things. In their defense, they've really tried with dollar drink nights and bands. They've really tried to do a whole lot with zero. And once again, not present management's fault. The owners, they kind of dilly-dallied. They didn't know if they wanted to sell, wait. It was being called upon to hold a spot that uh, to block other casinos. Not anymore, buddy. I'm telling you what. A real player has just stepped into the ring, and I'll tell you what, I think we're going to see a whole lot of action by this time next year. All right. Well, let's uh, change gears. Speaking of a whole lot of action, whoo, Keeneland over the next three days is going to be unbelievable. You'll probably have a pink eye by the end of Sunday (laughs) from staring at all those TVs. Uh, Let's take a look uh, at at Saturday's card because it all starts tomorrow. And, you know, at this point, it's winning your end, man. You know, and quite frankly, the timing's just right. Now, we're talking about the, uh, we'll go right to the the Shadwell Turf Mile. Uh, This is a wide open race for a price, in my opinion. Uh, one thing that caught my eye, Ed, was there's two three-year-olds in this race, and they're both scat daddies. Uh, that would be uh, Van Beethoven and Valid Point. Tougher three-year-old, but hey, it's in the fall. This is the time of year they take on the big boys. Well, you, you've often said it's it's time to step up, and this is an acid test. There's a lot of money on the line. This is when they really come to play. The Shadwell Mile actually is is one of my powerhouse plays of the day. Yeah, and, uh, bring I'm, it on. I'm, I might go 2-2 in a couple races, but this one's get a few dollars more out of my pocket. Uh, we're going to start with race number 10. That's the grade one Shadwell Mile, John. They're going to go a mile on the, uh, the turf, uh, slated to go to post at 6.15 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going to go all the way to the outside with the 12 horse. 
Now you're going to say, well, you know, Ed, you know, that's usually a pretty tough spot. It is, but it's not. And when you've got excellent riders that can actually find their spot there, I'm going to go with number 12, Sudoy. Jamie Spencer board for the David O'Meara barn. Now, Sudoy is one for one at Keeneland and took away $600,000 that day from Lexington. I like the trip over the track. I think that is a big plus here. And, and I really think Sudoy is going to be double dangerous. The 12 hole doesn't have me shaking one bit in my boots. I really think by the time they go into the first turn, Sudoy is going to drop over a bit, save about mid-pack, and then and then get in position going down the backside. Jamie Spencer is a world-class rider, and, you know, they're getting Lasix. You know, that's always a big plus in my game. He's game. Spencer, and I can't say this enough, is a world-class rider. And I think you'll see Jamie Spencer probably working for Godolphin down the road when he actually retires from the saddle. But uh, the one-for-one at Keeneland, I like that. Uh, You've got a great rider. You've got a powerhouse barn. I think Sudoy at 8-1 to one looks incredible. Well, like I said, this race is wide open for a price. It will be a, uh, a hard turf. Uh, we're not getting any rain until maybe Saturday night. And uh, so uh, other than that, I mean, it is just so wide open. And, again, those two horses I pointed out that are extremely talented, valid point. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jad Brown. <laughs> Chad Brown. Uh, he is a three-year-old, but he is a scat daddy and uh, has never been defeated. But only four t- lifetime races, and we're talking a mile at Keeneland. It'll be interesting. But the horse did face very tough field, including Van Beethoven in the grade one secretariat. So those two will meet again. And uh, it's always uh, Van Beethoven uh, is a... Uh, Aiden O'Brien trainee, and everybody knows that he is the lord of the pond of which we travel to, to race in Europe. So it'll be interesting. The the thing is, in the Secretariat, he hopped at the break, and then he made a big move at the quarter pole and still came up short. Of course, you know, when they all come to the U.S., they all go on Lasix. So it'll be interesting, but Van Beethoven and... Valid point, ran 1-2 in the Secretariat as three-year-olds. But, man, I, well, we don't have time to talk about any more horses in this race. It's just too good. All right, uh, let's, uh, let, let's move on. Again, these are winning your ends. Ed, we'll go to the babies. How about the Claiborne Breeders Futurity? Grade one, half a million on the line. Well, I'm going to let you go first on this one because I want to hear who you, who you like. Well, I, I like about four or five horses, but I like a horse who's 12 to 1. You're like, am I talking to Engelhart? Yes, you are. I like a horse by the name of Maxfield, a Brendan Walsh trainee, excellent breeding, street sense, uh, out of a Bernardini mare, so you know that there's stakes quality there. I don't know how it got overlooked in its debut at Churchill Downs, going a mile after a key, key, key. We talked about this with an excellent handicapper a couple of weeks ago. When you bullet at five furlong as a two-year-old, you're a player. And Maxfield got up by three quarters of a length, and Jose Ortiz will be in town to ride. I like Maxfield at 12 to one. You heard it here first. 
You know, I'm going to to use yours right underneath mine, which is the 10. I believe it's Governor Morris, 5-2, to two, Javier Castellano aboard for Todd Pletcher. This is a two-year-old son of Constitution, John. Constitution is winning 24% with his first-time starters did not disappoint on the 2nd of September. Wins by nine commanding links that day. Was bumped at the break, six wide, and wins handily over a sloppy sealed track going five and a half. I don't think the distance is going to be a problem. Castellano, he only, he only wins 19% of the time with runners that actually stalk off the pace, and he's 45% of the money with Pletcher overall as a team. I kind of like the way the old governor hung right in there. Wins by nine commanding links, has a couple of razor-sharp workouts, John, and you know what? Like you said, the weather's going to be perfect. It's going to be sunny and in the 70s in Kentucky, and you're going to get, you couldn't ask for a better weekend, so you're not going to have that sloppy sealed track. Hopefully the Mother Nature uh, doesn't look our way on that with an evil eye, but I like the governor a whole lot. But 5-2 to two is kind of uh, a fishing price where I'm looking for your 12-to-1 chat to complement my exacta. Well, we'll find out. My 12 to 1 did not run a buyer anywhere near some of the other horses in this race, but I just like the way he did it after getting shuffled back at the start. So we'll find out. You like to play the angles. Uh, let's move on now, Ed, uh, from the two year olds to the ladies, the older ladies in the first lady, and uh, they can't jam another horse in the starting gate. One of the great things about Keeneland this time of year, a lot of value, value, value. And uh, one mile on the turf, the first lady, grade one, $400,000. And the favorite, and you know I like these angles, Ed, horse for course, undefeated at Keeneland. Not in one, not in two, not in three, but in four starts. Regular rider Castellano back up. and But does she, can she go the distance? Well, she's only won $1 million and has never been beaten at the distance. Rushing Falls got a target on her back. And you're going to get better than 9 to 5. You're going to break from the 11 hole. Once again, that outside post is not going to come in to be a factor. Castellano knows the track. Chad Brown knows the sod. I, I, that, I'm going to use you to complete my try. But in here, this is my other hammer bet of the day. Both hammers working. Number six, Vasilika. Flavian Pratt in town for Jerry Hollendorfer. And you know I'm a big Flavian Pratt on the, on the weeds. He's winning 26% on the sod. You gotta love it. Third off of a layoff, and Vasilika gives you more gray hair than you, the law will allow. Because Vasilika, <laughs> get, I think she actually does it on purpose, just starts getting faster and faster and faster down the lane. By the time she hits the 16th ball, she'll be in fifth overdrive gear, and she will be motoring past. You're going to get one heck of a price here. I'm seeing five to one on the morning line. I see more. And I'm going to get Flavian Pratt at that. Lock me in right now. But, John, just as a box, I'm going to throw in the seven Indian Blessing from Uh the Ed Walker yard. This guy is as tough as they come. And uh, Indian Blessing, uh, she ran a beautiful race in the Boston Spa, got beat a dirty neck and had a beautiful price. And I actually loaded up on Indian Blessing that day. I'm going to box these two with your top choice of rushing fall. And I think I might even have a shot at the try. 
I do believe you will, but man, again, it's Keeneland. It's full quality fields, and that is where you do get your odds. Well, um, let's see. I believe we've got one more to go uh, at Keeneland, and that would be the Thoroughbred Club of America. And my notes after capping this race are, this is an evenly matched bunch. It is. It really is, and uh, they're going to go six furlongs. This is also the start of the $400,000 pick four. You know that's something near and dear to my heart. I love those nice guaranteed pools, and Keeneland offers up a, a bevy of such, and especially on this 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 wild weekend. I, sometimes when you get three to one, you got to consider that great value, and that's where I start with the eight, Shalon, Paco Lopez, for Arno Delacroix, Three for three in the money at Keeneland. You like a mare who likes the, uh, the, the Keeneland running there? Shalon fits the bill. Third off of the layoff, and is, if you take a look through the past performances, Shalon brings her game every single time this daughter of dialed in. I think she's really something special. She's nine for nine in the money at the distance. I, I've always liked third off of a layoff, been one of my favorites, and you're seeing some incredible works. Two back, a bullet in the last race was, was exceptional. It was just terrific. I think that Shalon and Paco Lopez is going they're going to fit just like a glove and you know what you said it best i mean you're you're going to really you're going to get some good value on this day you might get three to one you might get four to one but i'm going to take shalom and uh, i'll go with little paco lopez well it, it it's going to be a great race there's, there's no doubt about it uh you know i i just don't have a strong stand on this race i think i'm going to have to get a couple buddies and say hey anybody want to like go like five deep on this race if we're playing <laughs> if, if we're starting to pick four uh because it, it's just going to be like that and also it's opening day at keeneland i mean you know we don't know how the track's going to play you know we don't know how the jocks are going to ride it you know you've been there back in the old dirt days when the rail was you know uh the, the highway to heaven and the conveyor uh, belt yeah, and, and, and things have changed, right, exactly, and it can. So you're going to have to watch closely during the first few races, ladies and gentlemen, and find out. Well, Ed, only got about a minute and a half left. Any recollections of my good friend who's just passed, James E. Morgan? You know, John, I've, uh, I've listened to so many stories working with you over the years, and that, that has been a double a double surprise present that I actually got to relive things that, that I wasn't on hand to see and people that you've met over the years. The stories that you told brought it to life about James Morgan. And, you know, I stood in the stands and betting my two and four dollars and having a blast and, and watching all of his horses on Cradle Day and, and, uh, and, and, and Bassinet and, and watching all the big races at River Downs for so many years and watching him in Kentucky. You know, when when I saw that he passed, I had the first thing that came to my mind was, boy, I bet this one hit John and the old choppers, because you know the stories that I that I heard, and you know the the stories that you told me even secondhandly from Tom Archdeacon, you know from you know an incredible writer, he's going to be. He's going to be missed, and I noticed that uh, on social media, so many people in the racing industry, they feel the same, and uh, I think uh, he was an incredible, uh, incredible basketball player at University of Louisville, but uh, where, where did he go? Where did he go to high school? 
uh, someplace in little old Dayton, Ohio. And on that, I have to let you go. They were number one in the state, I want you to know. Stebbins High School, number one in the state. All right, Ed Meyer, thanks so much for being with us. I got to thank Amy Owens. I uh, hope to see both of you guys uh, in the days ahead as the Keeneland meet starts. And uh, also want to thank our producer, Jason, for keeping me in line tonight, which he always does. And remember, on these great racing days, and there's so many of them over the next week, uh, don't forget to pull down your easy win forms at Winning Ponies. I'm John Engelhart. Remember, when you go to the races, bet with your head, not over it. Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with John Engelhart. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network.